0: Hey, hello, my friends. Skip here. 422 on March 28th in the year 2022. It has been a long, uh, long weekend, but a good one. We did, uh, got some things done this weekend, and I'm getting ready to go to work here thought I would uh, stop off and uh, say hello via a podcast, and uh, let's get to it. Let's talk about spirituality. Let's talk about finding meaning. So today's topic <clears throat> is, uh, I think, a very important topic. Uh, of course, I would like to think everything I talk about is important, but uh, this this. I think carries a little bit of weight. Um, I want to talk about how our spiritual growth can't be done in a vacuum. We can't be done alone. That we are, we are part of a collective called humanity. And I think one of the, one of the real sort of, uh, indicators that we need transformation, one of the major indicators that we are caught in a sort of uh, false reality that I talk about, is the fact that it seems, and you've heard me talk about this before, but it's just, it, it seems pretty obvious to me that we are becoming more self-centered. Now, it may be that we're not any more self-centered, and maybe I'm just spiritually becoming, becoming more aware of it. One of the things, and you've heard me talk about this also, one of the things that happens to us is that we become more awake, more aware, more sensitive to the way of the world. So... In a way, it's sort of the same thing that you become either more aware of the world being uh, egocentric or self-centered and or the world is becoming more egocentric and self-centered. Either way, we need to talk about what it means and why it is an indicator of the need for transformation And why we can't go through this transformation uh, alone, that we can't, even if we wanted to walk away from society, we're still hooked to society. That is to say that the environment uh, changing, uh, you know, uh, economics, you name it, that we're, we're always with other people. And we are always affected by other people's decisions. We are always affected by some level of interaction with others. And therefore, our spiritual growth is intrinsically, intimately tied to being a part of the human race. It just is. And it necessarily should be. So... We can either use that as a instrument of growth, that connection, or we can view it as a sense of frustration. And we're probably going to do both of those things, to be honest with you, at least where I'm at spiritually. uh, I experience both of those sorts of feelings and emotions and understandings of, of what it means to be spiritually growing so uh, one could look at history and say well scap you know humans have always been selfish well it's true we have always been programmed to be egocentric to take care of our own to to not seek transformation or to not even be aware of it I mean, go back through history and look at all the times in which people who offered something different, how often their lives were ended, or they were ostracized, or they were uh, shunned by society. So, you know, the human history, uh, the, the human race is full of these sorts of indicators that we do live and we have learned to live out of a sense of real selfishness. And of course, self-centeredness, selfishness breeds with it the not caring for, the not appreciating the other. Uh, It is a selfishness, self-centeredness, self-preservation, all of these things sort of dismiss the need of the other person now and sometimes that's a way of of protecting ourselves from other people but most of the time it's just our way of living uh, that uh, we're going to get what we need to get we're going to get what we want to get we're going to live for ourselves and not only does this happen on an individual basis you hear my dog and my cat in the background forgive me um Not only does this happen on an individual basis, it happens on a collective basis. I work uh, right now uh, in a factory. And I will tell you that I have noticed and I have seen from other people who work in other factories this same sense of the worker not mattering at all. The the worker's individual needs, uh, their rest... They don't matter. Now, I can't complain about the money that I make. Uh, But you get a sense that, uh, especially post-pandemic, where we're sort of at, semi-post-pandemic, that what is far more important than the individual's well-being is the company profit. Now, that's not new. Trust me, that's you know, a side effect of capitalism or a side effect of, of self-preservation. Uh, there's no doubt. But I have noticed that that there really is no place where people say they're, they're factory-wise anyway, where people say they're, they're proud to be a part of what this company's doing. Uh, and, you know, I, it's not my first time working in a factory, And I remember everyone's always, you know, there's always been complaints about where people have to work. Humans will complain. But I remember there was a day when, you know, you you took some level of pride in in what you did. And that seems to be gone. Uh, Or at least I have become more aware of it not existing. Uh, And this is true no matter where you go, that... People don't take pride in what they do as much as they feel abused or, u- or used by society, by who they work for, or where they go to school, or what have you. That we have become a society of profound dissatisfaction. And I think there's a deeper reason for that than just working in a factory and having that be difficult. <laughs> I think we are in a place of, of very deep dissatisfaction in our world. And that dissatisfaction is at the same time frustrating, but at the same time a motivating factor. Because dissatisfaction really does move us out of places of discomfort. It moves us to places where we can begin to seek, search for, and hopefully discover new ways of being. Now, this is difficult on an individual basis. Uh, The universe has had to take extreme measures to move me along. And with most people, it's difficult but it's even more difficult collectively. I say all that folks just to say, I'm intuitively sensing that uh, our world, certainly our society here in the United States, but maybe everywhere, is really uh, at the precipice of a change, that we are going through some sort of transformative moment It's certainly not the first one in the world. It's not the first one in human history. But I think it's becoming very obvious, to me anyway, and maybe to you, that there is a deep dissatisfaction with the way the world is. And it's even more acute uh, after the last two years. And in this society and in our culture in the United States, really after the last six or seven years, we um, we live in a deep, at least subconscious understanding that we need change. And that is manifesting itself in selfishness. It's manifesting itself in dissatisfaction. It's manifesting itself in a collective sort of sadness. So... What do we do? Well, I think really all we can do in a in a practical sense is work on our own transformation, recognize our own dissatisfaction, do the things we intuitively know to do to move through that, uh, to make the changes we have to, the changes we can, to be patient. As patient as we can, um, molding, manifesting, you know, the, the three Ps, right? Perceiving, processing, and producing reality. We have to do that work ourselves. We have to perceive a world where we realize who we are as loving, authentic humans. We have to process reality in that way, and we have to produce it in that way. So I just wanted to, to give you a, a podcast this morning on, on the fact that uh, you may notice, as I have noticed, in almost every aspect of our society, from the service industries to people's jobs, to people's religions, to people's uh, politics, we, we are experiencing a collective deep dissatisfaction. And just like an individual dissatisfaction, we can either let that frustrate us or we can let it move us into change. I say the latter is the most important thing, that we have to let it move us to some sort of change. And that change begins with, and can only really be done, through you changing, through me changing. And then hopefully... The society will, and the society's change is much slower than individuals, but hopefully the society will recognize its need at some point to at least approach some aspects of itself in different ways. There you have it, my friends. Don't get overly frustrated. Hang in there, uh, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.